Today's podcast topic is inspired by my guest, Katie Carroll, who will be coming on the podcast later this week, the next episode. And what our conversation led to kind of surprised me. I didn't know that it would go in that direction. And I love it when that happens. That's one of the reasons I love meeting people, strangers on the internet, people that have something that I think will be inspiring. And the main reason that I invited her on was uh, the reason I invite a lot of people on is because they're at an age later in life and they are sparked in some way, shape or form. And and she fit that bill uh, and she is a burned out pediatric nurse and she became very passionate about helping nurses because it's quite a difficult job, quite challenging. She was a nurse all through the pandemic, as you can imagine. But we ended up talking about something very interesting. And it led me to this topic, which I think happens to a lot of people. And it's a topic about wanting something so, so badly, but not getting it. How does that happen? Why is it that we want something so badly and it just won't come to us. It just stays out of reach. But our desire is there. And I thought that was worth talking about. And I have three reasons I believe this happens. So if you'd like to know, stay tuned. Hi, I'm Lori Wright, also known as Not Your Average Grandma. I created this podcast as a place for women in their second half of life to go to to receive inspiration. If you are at a place where you believe your best days are behind you, it is my hope one of these episodes will spark you to think differently and lead you to a new belief that your second half may actually be your best half. I want you to stop seeing your age as a limitation and start seeing it as your superpower. You have years of experience and value that the younger you never had. So it's time to lean into that and use it to fuel your future. No more letting age or circumstances hold you back from the pursuit of a more fulfilling and fun life. The happier we are, the better the world will be. So instead of settling for what you don't want, how about going after what you do want? Listen in and let something you hear prompt you to take the first step in making the rest your best. After I spoke with Katie Carroll, I thought this is something that we should talk about. What are the reasons if there's something out there, a dream you have, a desire you have, and it hasn't happened for you? Why is that? What could be happening. And I've seen this with my students and my clients. And it's something, these things that you can do are very simple. I have three, three ideas that could be happening, could be a problem and actions you can take to fix it. And you might think they're crazy. That's crazy, Lori. They're so simple, such simple actions, but you would not believe the simplest actions can change everything. If I've learned anything in my neurocoaching, if I've learned anything in the past four years that I've gotten involved in this work, it is that when you change how you think about things in the simplest way, and it starts with awareness, so you're going to be aware at the end of this podcast episode, then major 
change happens. She made all shit goes down. You would not believe it. It's like magic. That's why I say it's like it's magical. Because you can't believe that just changing these little things. And with Katie, she didn't even know she changed anything. But she did. And then we were talking about it. She was like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's so true. We even talked about a friend said to her, you're glowing. When somebody tells you you're glowing, you're doing something right. And glowing is a great word for being aligned. And we feel it when we glow. We know we're glowing because we feel it from the inside out. But when other people say it to us, we know we're on fire about something. And with Katie, and you'll learn in the episode, I don't want to too much give it away, but she, more than anything, wanted her soulmate. And she wanted her four kids by the time she was 35. But she was miserable. And when you put that kind of energy out, do you think you're going to get your soulmate? <laughs> what Would you be attracted to somebody who is miserable? So it's a needy energy. So I'm going to tell you the three things that you need if you're not getting something that you really desire and want, and it might have been on your list for years, like a soulmate, it could be a job, like this dream job. It could be this huge goal you have. I think about when I was a Beachbody coach, I had this huge goal to meet Tony Horton. He was like my guy. There's super trainers and there's different ones, but I loved Tony Horton. Number one, he's funny as hell. When you watch his videos, he's like, he just always makes me laugh. I can watch the same video. Like I've done his workouts zillions of times, but I still laugh at the same jokes he tells. And some people think he's corny. Some people can't stand him, but he just is like, he's like my guy. And he's also my age. He's six months difference in age. And so I just was really inspired by him. He helped me get in the best shape of my life when I was 55. And I rarely in my life has have done this. I finished watching, I finished a workout video and I just had this, this reaction I, in, the, in the moment after I finished, it was just a workout. I was just doing a workout and I had this idea popped in my head. I want to meet Tony Horton. I want to meet him. And I ran over to my coffee table and I had a spiral notebook there and I wrote down, I want to meet Tony Horton. <laughs> so I did. And again, it's not, that's not something I normally did. I wasn't the type of person that even was, I, I wasn't, I had, didn't have all this knowledge about how the brain works back then and how you need to write your things down and how you need to know what you want and la di da. I did, I did not have a clue, but I just ran over and wrote it down. For some reason, I was inspired to do that. And do you know, within 24 hours, I get an email that said, oh, there's a contest. There's a contest and you can meet Tony Horton and you can work out with him. <laughs> And I was like, holy crap, that is how magical it is. Something simple that I did, writing it down. And then here I get an email. That's crazy. That's crazy. And then I set my mind to it. I was like, okay, I am going to meet him. I'm going to. 
I just had this belief that I was going to meet him and that I would win this contest. And so I went about working out and they wanted you to submit a story. And I submitted my story. I even created my own little video. I'd never done that. I was so inspired. And it was, a, I'm sure, a wonky video. It probably wasn't like anything that was impressive because I have no talent when it comes to film editing. But I slapped a couple of you know, individual videos together with words on them. And I submitted it. And I had no idea that I would win. I just had this feeling that I was. I, I can't describe it. I don't think I've, I've ever, that was the first time I experienced putting a desire out into the world and dreaming it, but actually believing it would happen with such conviction. And it was so funny. I hadn't heard, I, I think about 30 days later, I, I started to think, well, you know, the person has probably heard. The per Maybe I didn't get it. You know, I started to lose a little bit of that faith after about 30 days. And the next day after I started feeling that, I was at work and I was driving home in my car and I was like, and this is what I'm, I'm saying. When I say you get these whispers, you get these, a lot of times we get these and we just ignore them or we just like, we, we criticize ourselves for thinking them. We just tell ourselves, oh, that's ridiculous. And then we move on to other thoughts. But I had this feeling when I was driving home and I said, check your email. It was like, check your email. There's a message for you. There's a message. Check your email. And so it was like this conviction came back. It was like, I know I, I, it's in my it's in my email. I just have this feeling it's in there. And I I can't believe I haven't told the story on this po on the podcast. I don't think I have. And I got home, ran to my laptop and started. I had a lot of email. I had a lot of email, like like three pages of emails to scroll through. You know, you get a lot of junk mail. And I, I was scrolling, scrolling, like seriously looking for the email that I had no clue I had received, but I was determined. I had this feeling and there it was. There was a message about the Tony Horton contest. And I was a winner. I won the friggin' contest and I got to work out with him in person at, the, at a Beachbody conference. And get pictures with him and OMG. That is an example of a big goal. That is an example of putting a desire out there into the world. So I'm just saying, have you had one? Or if you haven't had one that's been outstanding for a while, create one. But this isn't really about something. And the topic is, is specific to something you've wanted that is at bay something that you've wanted that for whatever reason is not in your, hasn't come into your reality yet. It's still on your wish list. It's still on your dream list. So the three things, number one, you might know already by now based on my story, but you have to be super clear. You have to be super clear on what it is that you want. It can't be fuzzy. It can't be, 
Oh, I don't know. And if it's a soulmate, for example, you can say I want a soulmate. But wouldn't it be good? Do you say when you're going on a trip? Oh, I'm just going to the city. And that's where I'm going. No, you're going to an address in a city specifically. So you know the street, you know the address number, you're going to stay in a house or a hotel or a room. So be specific. What is it that you want your soulmate to have? You might get something a little bit different than what you really wanted. And it's, it probably wouldn't be your soulmate then, but You might get a lot of those creepers on those websites, those dating sites. You don't want that. So be super clear. Know what you want. And sometimes it helps to start with what you don't want. Make a list of what you don't want. And then that's what you want. The opposite, right? But make sure you write down your values that, you know, you want to be aligned in those things and the qualities that you want in a soulmate, for example, the, the characteristics or the things, the job description you want, the working environment you want if it's a job, and the goal you want, very specific. I want to go work out with Tony Horton. And it was very specific. It wasn't like, I just want to meet him. It was, I want to meet him and work out with him. So number one, if you're not getting what you want, you might not be super clear. You might be vague or you're not writing down at all. (laughs) All right. It really helps to write things down, to put a picture to it, to post it somewhere where you see it, put it on, you know, put the words on a piece of paper, take a picture of it and make it your phone wallpaper or your computer wallpaper. That's a really good thing to do. All right. So number one, why you might not be getting what you want, the first reason is you aren't super clear. And so the action is write down what you want and be specific. Number two, you aren't okay with where you are. You want, you're wanting something, you want to be somewhere different than where you are. And of course, I mean, if, you're not happy with your job, you want to be in another job, right? You're not happy with your marriage. You want to thinking about, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. Your house is falling apart. I don't want to be in this house. So we're always, the, the problem is we're always thinking about what we don't want. And when you think and your mind is always preoccupied with what you don't want, then you get more of that. That's a funny way it works energetically. And when, what happens is you're neglecting the present moment. People who are focused on what they don't want and aren't okay with where they are in life typically are future focused. They're future focused on escape and getting away from the present moment. And it makes sense, right? I mean, who'd want to be in the present moment if you're, if what you're getting and what you want isn't coming to you? So Katie wanted her soulmate and she wasn't getting her soulmate. She was very, 
future focused on getting her soulmate and not being okay with where she was at in life. And maybe being okay with loving herself first. A lot of people, that happens. We're so focused on what we want. We're not like, well, am am I being the person that they would want to want? Am I loving myself? Or am I always aggravated and irritated and and putting that out to the world? If I'm loving myself, you're going to be a loving person and you're going to be attractive and she had to glow before she found that soulmate. And that was finding her happiness inside. So if you're not getting what you want, perhaps this is something that you're struggling with, that you are not okay with where you are and you're not appreciating the present moment. There are things in the present moment to be grateful for. And so that's the action to help you overcome this problem is that you start being grateful for things. A lot of people walk around and they're not, they don't have a grateful mindset. And some people, and and I've been guilty of this, have a gratitude practice just for the sake of like jotting it down and checking it off. But are you really sitting in that gratefulness? Are you really breathing in what you're thinking or are you just speeding through it taking a moment to actually relish that which you're grateful for i started to because i would sit down and it'd be part of my morning routine but i started actually when i woke up in the morning before i got out of bed started to think about what i was grateful for Instead of sitting down and doing the act of writing it down, I just sat there with it. I would lay in my bed and I'd open my blinds. I have a nice remote control for my blinds and I have a beautiful view and I would open my blinds and I'd just lay there and think about what I was grateful for. And one of them is my view. How can I not be grateful for that? So start first thing in the morning with that mindset. And as you go throughout your day, the awareness of being grateful, just having being a have a conscious awareness that you haven't been grateful and starting to make that this awareness that you carry with you, you can start being grateful for the little things like you're you know, may, maybe somebody opens the door for you when you go in to get your coffee and you could be grateful for that. You can't be energetically mad and angry and grateful at the same time. I loved that when I heard it. So I'm like, more gratitude. Yeah, bring it on. Keeps you in a, a, a much more energ- energetically attractive state. So that's number two. Number three, you have this wanting energy, this neediness. This is a good one. Talk about bad energy. Have you ever dated somebody and they're really needy? And they're just like so annoying. It's like repulsive, really. It's like you can't get away from them fast enough. I used to have this boyfriend, my first boyfriend. I know I just wanted to have a boyfriend so I could get kissed. So wrong reason to have a boyfriend. I didn't write down what I wanted in a boyfriend. That was my number one problem. But anyways, he was a really nice guy. And he was very needy. 
And after I got my first kiss, I was like, "Mm, I need to up my boyfriend game. But he would hang around my locker. He would lurk. And it got, I was kind of scared of him. But this energy that he carried was not one of confidence. Well, that, right. Doesn't that attract you? As a female, I want a male counterpart that, and I was always attracted to the guys that are hard to get. I think that's what we do because there's that energy there, right? There's this energy with the hard to get people that is of confidence. That is, I'm good with myself. And I don't need you to be happy. But if you want to come along for the ride, great. So when we want something so, so bad, we're like a needy girlfriend. And she was talking, in fact, Katie, about she almost married somebody and settled. Thank God she didn't. Because she wasn't really her best self at the time. And when you're not, I call it your OG self, your original self, because we meander away from, we, we get misaligned from who we really are to please other people. And because she wanted to get married so bad, she wasn't, she was veering away from herself and wasn't showing the real her. And we didn't even get into this discussion. And I should have her back to have this discussion. But it's actually something that I talk about. And I'm going to talk about my upcoming free training. I love to talk about this. But when you're needy, you're not authentic. You're not being authentic to yourself. Because your authentic version, your OG version, has all the confidence in the world. Has all the belief that everything will work out has all the belief that you are worthy and you deserve what you want. And so you have to come at your wantingness. And I talked about this in an episode quite some time ago, but one of the things that helps is to say, instead of I want something, because I want is more of this (gasps) desperation kind of attachment to it. I desire something. I desire. It's like I desire I'm rubbing my my magic lamp and asking for what I want. I'm wishing for it. There's not a desperate energy with it. So maybe come at it with the word desire. This is what I desire. But this undercurrent of a knowing, I'll get it. And no control over the how you'll get it. No control over the timing of when you get it, but and you're not going to get it until you are aligned and until you're energetically attractive. And so you just have to have this. And so the for that, the action would be get aligned and you do that. And that's how Katie did it. And that's how she ended up with her soulmate. She became very aligned in who she was and what she loved, what lit her up in the world. So she had this deep satisfaction in her profession. And she also started aligning herself with like-minded people. She turned towards personal growth. She started learning about herself and she started getting excited about learning about herself and about the life ahead and 
what she could do in the world. And so all of that just changed her energetically, got rid of her wanting and needing energy. And guess what? Her perfect person showed up. And he would not have shown up if she hadn't changed internally. So it's a combination of things, I guess, that wanting energy and it's finding what I said, finding yourself and what lights you up. But the way to do that is to get connected with a community, with a tribe, start to take, watch YouTube videos, listen to, she started podcasts. I'm giving away the whole episode, but you'll have to meet her. She's wonderful. But we had such a great conversation and it inspired me to talk about this because I think people don't understand when they want something so bad, why they're not getting it. And it's pretty simple. And it's pretty simple to fix. Now, maybe the third thing isn't quite so simple because you're like, oh, where do I begin? But I just say, begin with a podcast, take a free training, read a book. And ask friends to read the book with you. And so start a book club. So you need to not only align with and and understand, go within, I say, go within and learn more about yourself, become aware of what your thoughts are, but also be around people that believe in you, that want the best for you, not the people that put you down, not the people that complain to And that's what happens when we get in this needy energy. We end up standing at the water cooler with the other complainers of the world. Can you imagine what that energetic field's like? (laughs) Not a good one. Yeah. The next layoff, there they go. (laughs) But I'm not saying everybody who gets laid off has bad energy. I've been laid off before, although I might have had some bad energy, but yeah. You know, layoffs are layoffs and sometimes they're just something that happens in business. But yeah, those are the three things. And I'll just reiterate them real quickly. You aren't super clear. So get clear and write it down and be specific. You aren't okay with where you are. You're not present focused. You're future focused probably. So start getting present and being grateful for where you are. And the future you want will arrive. And three, check in with that energy and you likely have some kind of a neediness energy, this grasping on desperation. If I don't have this, then I'll never be happy. And get real with getting happy with what you have and figuring out how you lost And got out of touch and misaligned with your most authentic version. She's in there. We've just lost ourselves in many cases. And it's not too hard to find yourself. You just have to follow what feels good. Neediness doesn't feel good. Confidence feels good. And you can get that. With faith, confidence, it comes with belief, and there's ways to teach your brain. You like brainwash it just by with positive affirmations. So they do the trick. 
So, but you have to customize them to your thoughts. And that's a whole nother episode. We're not going to get into that right now. Okay. So hope this helps. And I hope if you have something that you really wanted and you feel that you really need it and you'll never get it, that you start doing these three things. And guess what? Might arrive on your doorstep very soon. Don't be surprised if it doesn't. But you can work on these things starting now and things will change very quickly. So isn't that exciting? Yes, it is. So go and dream. And if you're like, gosh, I don't even know what I want. I'm not needy because I have no clue. Well, go write down things that you want to bring into your life because we should all have dreams. I'm not saying not to want things. Just call them desires and make sure you have them. All right. See you later. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning into the Living Your Spark Second Half podcast. If you'd like to watch my guest interviews, you can find the video version of this podcast on my Not Your Average Grandma YouTube channel. Also, you can check out what I have going on at the moment by going to my website at notyouraveragegrandma.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at Not Your Average Grandma. If you like this episode, please mention it to a friend and don't forget to leave a review so I know the topics you like best and can bring you more of that content in upcoming episodes. Last but not least, remember to always listen to that inner voice that will never steer you wrong and make living from the most sparked place possible your biggest priority. When we do that, we make the world a better place.